This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 128 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Enjoy today's tip. I am Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have back with us Boyd Martin, who is a co-host on the Eventing Radio Show. And I know Boyd's always very popular with the eventers when he comes on. Well, today he's talking about buying and vetting a horse. He had that conversation with Chris Stafford on episode 59 of the Eventing Radio Show. If you'd like to hear the whole show, you can just go to eventingradio.com and take a listen over there to episode 59. And we're going to get to Boyd right away, so no hesitation today. Within a minute and 10 seconds, I've done it today. Aren't you proud of me? Well, here's Boyd. My advice to, and my tip for everyone out there is before you sell your horse, make sure you understand exactly what your deal is with your horse. And um, if you're not comfortable with it, then um, then don't go ahead with it, you know. And uh, and I think the, the ugly, you know, arguments sometimes you see is when... It's, it's sort of worked out after the sale um, where I think you're much better off trying to work out all the ins and outs of your agent, or so to speak, before the sale, just so you know exactly uh, the costs you're up for and how much you'll be handing out, if you actually should be handing out anything and um, stuff like that. It's, 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 you know, my advice is to try and get it all sorted out before anything happens. Well, that's great advice. Well, let me ask you this finally, Boyd. When it comes to vetting a horse, do you tend to go, if you were, maybe you just want to buy one horse, you're a private individual, would you go with the vet that you've been using or would you use a a vet that that's all he does is pre-purchase? That's that's his specialty. I mean, it's a tough one. All you're looking for when when you get a vet to vet check your horse is that it doesn't have some catastrophic... Um, secret injury that um, they're trying to cover up and, and sell you a lemon with. You know, basically, you need a vet that tells you that, uh, yeah, this horse has got a bow tendon and it's not going to last very long. What you've got to be careful of is that the vet doesn't, um, you know, move in and, and scare the hell out of you on something that the horse has been living with all its life. Um, the uh, most successful horses I've had have been Neville Bardos, who... Um, who ne- I never got a vet check on, I just bought him. Uh, True Blue Tuzak, who I won Adelaide Four Star and actually failed the vet check when I bought him, but I loved him so much that I went and bought him anyway. Um, Yin Yang Yo failed the vet check and I bought him. So, uh, you know, vet checks are a lottery, you know, and the hard thing with a vet check is that then it's not a standard sort of uh, test. You know, some vets will flex a horse for 30 seconds, some uh, vets will flex them for a minute 30. Um, my advice to anyone out there is use your vet that you use a bit and, you know, every vet is going to find something on every horse. No question about it. There's not one horse in the world that's got perfect flexions or perfect x-rays or perfect feed or this or that. What you've got to be... Don't get caught looking for the perfect horse that's not suitable. Um, you know, it's more important the horse is suited to your needs, the rideability, you know, the, the potential, the talent rather than some quack telling you it's got a, you know, a funny x-ray and it's hock and then you shouldn't touch it. Because, um, you know, the reality is I've never, I've never ever had a horse go lame from 
a hock or I've had to retire a horse from a because he's got a bad hock X-ray. You know, it's you know, and the other thing to think about, Chris, is you know, a lot of vets out there are concerned with being sued, which is a big problem for the vets. You know, when if they pass a horse and it doesn't work out, you know, these people can come back and sue them. So they're trying to give you the worst case scenario sometimes on these horses. Um, just in case it doesn't work out, they're not liable um, for, a, for a court case, you know. So you've got to see it from the vet's point of view sometimes is they don't actually benefit much in passing a horse or telling you it's suitable because basically they're just opening themselves up to, uh, to uh, get a uh, lawsuit put up against them. So, um, you know... At the same time, you do have to use a vet just to make sure you're not buying a, 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 a ticking time bomb that's about to explode. Um, so my feeling is go with a vet that's got a bit of a track record in, uh, in competition horses. You know, like don't go to a surgery where you get a vet that's just uh, read textbooks all their life because textbooks don't tell you what, what horses can live with and what they can't. They'll just tell you what's wrong with them. Um, and, you know, maybe try and go to a vet that's a, that's a high level or, or, you know, looked after competition horses in the past. And, um, you know, even a vet that, that has uh, looked after high-level competitions for big-time riders that knows that the problems that event horses can live with and they can't, you know. And, and you know, whenever you get a vet report, they always make you feel sick and tell you all the bad things and they forget about to tell, tell you about all the good things. So it's important that, um, you know, the vet check to me or the, the vetting on the horse is about the sixth or seventh um, consideration when selecting your horse. And sometimes in this um, current world, we get thinking that the vet, vetting part's the most important part. And, uh, and uh, you know, Chris, it's really important that you get the right horse and, um, you know, with the, the amount of modern med medicine in this world, in this day and age, um, you know, horses can live a lot longer uh, with a lot more problems. And obviously the sport with these short formats getting a little bit easier to keep them going for longer periods of time. So in a weird kind of way, the vettings are getting less and less important. Well, thank you to Boyd and Chris Stafford for providing that audio from episode 59 of the Eventing Radio Show. As always, that was Boyd's opinion on on vetting a horse. We've had other people talk about vetting horses, and everybody has their own opinion. You have to decide what's best for you. So, the, you know, all of these shows we put out here are just people's opinions. You have to take all this knowledge in and maybe mesh it together and decide what's going to be best for you and for your horse, and that's what's most important after all. So we thank Boyd again for doing that, and you can send me an email if you'd like to comment on the vetting subject. Tell me about your experiences. Have you had good ones or bad ones? Just let me know what, what kind of experiences you've had in vetting your horse. You can uh, send me an email at glenn with two N's at horseradionetwork.com. And you also, remember, can subscribe to the show through iTunes or Zoom. It's easy. Just go to horsetipdaily.com and click on the links on the left-hand side of the page. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. 